know who would just start with this. I'm not going to listen to Boyfriend Part 1. The first episode I'm going to listen to is the yeah. Boyfriend Part 2. That's but true. I think you have to do it. I just okay. just go. Well, oh, welcome to Hugging and Learning. Yeah, this is the show about one thing, <laughs> watching Seinfeld for the first time. I'm Tim Murphy. I'm Ted Hollowell. And we're today gonna, we're talking about the Boyfriend Part 2. Are we going to do this whole thing on two times speed? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You don't, you don't have enough uh, to adjust your podcast app. You can. Uh, we're doing a two times speed right now, so don't even worry about it. We're yeah. going to get this whole thing done in 38 minutes. <laughs> um, <laughs> micro machines. Yeah, but we are uh, picking back up with Part 2 of The Boyfriend. It's Season 3, Episode 18. We don't know the original air date. It's possible it aired yeah. on the 19th it, of July of uh, February, it, 1992. Yeah, well, it's, it's also possible that it aired the same night as Part 1 on February 12th. And then they took a week off. Yes. We don't know. Yes, but as, <laughs> as of February 12th, we're, we're not going to do like the full preamble, but yeah. so we're just going to uh, try and get into things as quick as possible. Uh, but uh, February 12th, 1992, negative 10 months, 8 days old. Uh, yeah. Same as... Same not as last a research heavy show. Yeah. Uh, uh, with, um, homework. Homework from oh, last week. So uh, George references Jose Jimenez. Remember, in trying to like pr- to stall the uh, unemployment, Mrs. Sokol from signing the unemployment thing. Jose Jimenez was a fictional character created and performed by comedian Bill Dana on the Steve Allen show in 1959. Jesus, Another, they love these old references. Well, that's I guess that's when they grew up watching TV. If they're in their uh, late 30s, they were they were kids when Jose Jimenez. Uh, the character introduced himself with the catchphrase, "My name." Jose Jimenez. I don't know how he said it. Uh, I'm guessing it probably wouldn't fly in today's PC culture. Probably. I'm not. guessing it was. It sounds like a white guy doing a hilarious Mexican accent, honestly. So here's interesting too. And on the Wikipedia page, they have Jose Jimenez in popular culture. And while Jose Jimenez has Jose Jimenez has been referenced on Farscape, Mystery Science Theater, uh, the HBO miniseries From the Earth to the Moon, Get Smart, The Larry Sanders Show, The Wonder Years, the 1983 film Jeez. The Right Stuff. No mention of. George referencing Jose Jimenez in Seinfeld. Wow. In Wikipedia. So Wikipedia editors, right J- for jump the, on yeah, that. Jump on Come it. On. Right for the picking. Uh, get that in there. Um, so, yeah. I, I don't know. Again. If we've got any Wikipedia editors listening to us. Yeah, please do. Uh, we're not going to do it. No. Uh, so, <laughs> no. all right. Uh, so are uh, we picking it right up with the stand-up bit now? Uh, yeah. Let me let me take t- oh. like take care of some uh, top of show business. Right. Like, I, like, uh, like I said, we have a mailbag question from mm-hmm. Brett. We will get to that at the end of the show. Once you're done listening to this episode, give us a five-star rating and a written review on Apple Podcasts, and we will send you a no-hugging, no-learning sticker. Hell, we'll send you a sticker if you just reach out <laughs> to us and you want one. We are not a research-heavy show. If we skip over something, if we egregiously miss something, send us a tweet or a DM at NoHugging. Send us an email, NoHuggingNoLearningShow at gmail.com, and we will give you a shout-out, and we will discuss it yeah. on the air. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, are we picking back up uh stand-up scene after George's uh, laying it on super thick with yeah. Mrs. Sokol's daughter? Right. Uh, this stand-up bit is about working to stay on unemployment. How much work it takes to yeah. remain getting the unemployment uh-huh. benefits, yeah. And this uh, this stand-up bit was kind of weird because it's the most um, personal or personable. Yeah, yeah. I got this friend. He yeah. references someone from outside of his own. Yeah, he references one of the main characters, which is interesting. Yeah, yeah I, we, I, I thought that was really weird. I don't think we get a lot of direct references like that where he would say, oh, my girlfriend, blah, 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 and it'd be about Elaine or whatever, yeah. you know, uh, so... That or or I got this crazy neighbor. You know, it's weird that he's like, <laughs> I got this friend. He's trying to. So this is a really uh, a, the, the strongest carryover of the idea behind the show. Where does this? Where does a comedian get uh-huh. his material? This is the best example of of that that we've seen maybe so far. Uh, yeah, and the word seeing the word unemployment on your check is just disheartening <laughs> in some way. I don't know. It, sure, why this not? all kind of falls apart because there's no direct deposit. 
You know, I mean, I, oh my god, yeah. I used to. I mean, in my last job, it was like two or three years before they actually got on the direct deposit bandwagon. But I was getting a check that I had to take to the bank and put in every pay period. Oh, um, and man. so, but when's I? I never look at my digital pay stub now. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I love direct deposit. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. I didn't like it uh, whenever I was like still working like part-time fast food jobs really but since i've been uh at this job for a couple of years yeah. like every every job i've had that has been stable and yeah. has lasted more than a year i have gotten direct deposit and i love it yeah it's like, awesome like the uh, last week uh as as of you listening to this episode last week i was talking about grace and i took a trip to chicago yeah i got oh. paid the day after like we went there thursday morning and slept there thursday night I woke up Friday and had gotten paid. Yeah. That was a blessing in disguise. I've been out of town and had to call people saying, look, can you take my check? Try not to look at how much it is, please. And <laughs> can you take it to the bank and, and put it in? I'm like, I've had to do that before, and oh, it sucks. Man. Yeah, yeah, it really sucks. Um, but so now we're at Fit- Fitzpatrick's Bar and Grill, uh, which, by the way, I had to Google. We, we got so much information. But, is it real? Yeah. Well, it was at one point. It is now closed. Uh, it was at okay. 1641 2nd Avenue in New York City yeah. in Manhattan. Right. Yeah. So it is since closed. Um, but Keith Hernandez and uh, Elaine are there, and they're talking about this thing that has come up, Game 6 of, I guess, the 1986 World this Series. This legendary yeah. Game 6. Yeah, and I'm guessing it was 86, because that, that was when the Amazing Mets were playing. So okay. uh, I'm thinking that's those that's that's the Mets year that everyone always talks about, so I'm guessing that's what it was. Um, and uh, there's other Mets that are in the audience here at, at Fitzpatrick's mm-hmm. that I, I'm... Uh, so I'm guessing this is like a, a, a player bar, where, yeah. where a lot of them go that... Maybe the fans don't really know yeah. that they go, and it's just kind of like a getaway. Right, maybe. right. Seems like it. Yeah, yeah it could be. But uh, um, Keith Hernandez is explaining like what happened in Game Six, and Elaine is just like staring through him. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Part lusty, but also part she has no clue right, what right. he's saying. But everybody's into it, so yeah. she might as well just keep going. She's like, him so to, tell yeah. me about this Game, game Six. six. Yeah. And she's like slapping him too, right? Like like on the knee or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. She, she's doing like the Elaine yeah, like, slap. A flirty or body contact yeah. kind of thing, maybe. Uh, and then we cut to the baby. Uh, Kramer and Jerry are seeing the baby. Uh, what, I like. I yeah. want to make this the cover art of Kramer just staring oh, into perfect, the baby's cradle. Perfect. And I love the way that Jerry talks to the baby because <laughs> that's like, how hello. I've always talked to kids. Yeah. Really? Hello, how are you? I've never, I've never been one to like dumb it down yeah. for kids or babies. Even my own kids, I, I you know, I, I try to explain things to them in. Uh, adult terms for like yeah. you know not not kid terms so i like that you have a nice place here i, I like that he's <laughs> just really speaking in a jerry way very loudly like hello how are you you have a very nice place here like what he would say to an adult he just doesn't know how to relate I, to children i was really hoping at this point uh they had a call back to uh season what i think it was season two and jerry just asks what do you pay for rent here <laughs> <laughs> yeah what's, oh my gosh that what, would have been what, perfect what, what's the rent what's the, what's rent? the rent on a place like this uh, we, that was like a thread yeah that ran into <laughs> everyone interested in like getting a new oh you're giving up your apartment what's uh, the yeah, rent what's the rent yeah yeah, yeah that would have been, been the perfect place for oh that. my gosh how did they botch how did they bungle that uh literally unwatchable <laughs> literally unwatchable. <laughs> worst episode ever uh i sure hope someone got fired for that blunder uh so back and then we also cut to george and mrs so- or, i'm sorry miss sokol the young miss sokol uh we don't know her name yet yeah. but it's post date well actually hold up before oh. we get before we get to this scene i gotta i gotta touch on this kramer's gonna pick up the baby yeah and he, he's just like reaching in we don't see him like follow up on this 
But on the closed captions, we hear George screaming. Kramer or? George. George? Yes. And we hear, no! What? I, yes. Did you not pick it up says, on this? It says George yells no. Yes, George says, isn't there. I know. <laughs> it says George screaming N O O O O O. Is the baby named George? No. <laughs> but like it's George's voice and you hear him. It's almost like he's outside of seeing the baby. What? Yeah. I did not notice this. Go, I don't like it at all. Uh, I'll, I'll, ma- make a note of this. This is all right, homework I'll go for back sure. And look. This is weird. Yeah. yeah. Like I, I was wondering, I'm like, oh, okay, is George just outside or something? Yeah. And then did... the next scene, he's in what? He's in, in the, the car with car. Uh, the young Miss Sokol. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, post date, so that is very weird. It's maybe very he, weird. Maybe Jason Alexander just did some ADR for the scene, like, and they were like, "Well, we can't get that actor back, and we need someone to yell something." So, but you it's know. very clearly Jason Alexander. Weird. Yeah. Well, yeah. Even the, the, even the guy who did the credits was yeah, like the, George. <laughs> yeah. The captions even say George screaming. No. Weird. Yeah. I got to go back and check that out and, and give it a good listen. So, um, yeah. Uh, she asks if George wants to come up. Uh, and he weasels his way out of that. Obviously not interested. <laughs> yeah. well, uh, also, big spender, George Costanza. I haven't had a Big Mac in a really long <laughs> yeah, time. Yeah, it was a McDonald's date. <laughs> uh, and call me when you get home is what she tells him, too. Will you yeah. call me when you get home? Um, <laughs> it's weird for a first date, Yeah, I think. yeah. Uh, and then... But may- maybe she's just worrisome. Yeah. I, I-, I can see that. Yeah. And, w- and also, make sure. it- it's before the advent of texting. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and then we cut back to, I guess, yeah. cr- the aftermath of Kramer dropping the baby. Did he drop the baby? I don't know if he dropped the baby or if the baby like just started crying. Yeah, because it's Kramer and yeah. he's scary. Yeah. But <laughs> also, uh, whatever her name is. Yeah. Uh, we'll find out later, but yeah. I don't know what it is. Uh, yeah. G- George's date, she leaned in for a super toothy kiss. Oh, yeah, yeah. She's like... <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, the baby is crying, and Kramer uh, he did something to the baby. We don't yeah, know yeah. what. And but they're trying to calm the baby down. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but uh, we go to a stand-up scene, and Jerry's talking about going to see friends' babies, and this is you where see the baby. Yeah, this is where uh, I think you mentioned it last week uh, that no one ever matches the enthusiasm that the parents have for their <laughs> yeah, own yeah, baby. Yeah, yeah. And Jerry's like, "Why does no one ask to come see their grandfather?" Yeah, it's the same thing, kind yeah. of. Same, He's like. Oh, yeah. you wouldn't believe it. He went to the bathroom by himself today. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, again, a disregard and and a, a and a near disdain for the elderly that we've seen only in the Yankee Beans sketch, uh, the bit from earlier. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, and then and that was I didn't really care for this bit at all. It, no. uh, you know. Um, and then post date. Uh, Keith Hernandez and Elaine, they're sitting in the car, and we're getting monologues from both of them. Uh, they again kind of echo Jerry and yeah. Keith Hernandez's. J- yeah, Keith is I'm Keith Hernandez. Yeah, he gives he's us like, that. I, I I can do whatever I want. Hashtag <laughs> <laughs> uh, me too. Hashtag uh, times up, Keith. My God, <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure Billy Bush got fired for something uh, very very similar to what Keith Hernandez yeah. is saying, and he wasn't even the one who said it. Exactly, Billy Bush. he yeah, was yeah. just uh, he was just the interviewer. he was just there. He was just chuckling at it. In his Billy Bush way, um, and but they it end up making out. They end up getting a smooch. And Elaine, I like the 
sort of they're talking to each other through inner monologue, but they're not. Like, who does this guy think he is? Yeah. I'm yeah, Keith Hernandez. Uh, Elaine's <laughs> like, what is taking so long? Yeah, yeah. It's like, should, should I kiss him? Should I kiss her? Yeah. And th- they, they end up When kissing. they finally do, yeah. And yeah. he's really going for it, and that's when it's, who does this guy think he is? I'm Keith Hernandez. <laughs> I just like that. <laughs> Keith Hernandez is, what a great, they couldn't have got a better ball player because he's not, like they didn't. He's not going. Oh, I better be funny since I'm on this show with funny people. Yeah, he's just himself. Is he just being himself? Is this just how he it, is? It really seems I like guess? he's playing it so deadpan and normal. Yeah. I. It reminds me of when Joe Montana hosted SNL. It was. <laughs> it was just perfect because he was just like, "Tell me where to stand and what to say." Yeah. And, and I'll be funny. And and this bit in specific reminds me. There was a great inner monologue bit. Look it up if you can. Joe Montana inner monologue where there's two people on a date and Joe Montana the roommate comes in and he's and everyone's laughing like it, um, at just how deadpan it is. I, I, that's what I love about it. Keith Hernandez is a great addition to the cast in this okay. little segment here. Um, are you writing down the Joe Montana SNL yes, inner monologue skit? Yep. It's very funny. I hope it's out there somewhere. Um, but so. Uh, back in the his apartment. monologue, yeah, inner monologue, yeah, yeah. But maybe I don't even remember anything else from the episode. But it's like Phil Hartman and someone else, and then and then Joe Montana too. And it, okay. it's just really and it it goes through the inner monologue of everybody, and it's it's just really funny. It it just goes to show what a great comic talent, not having no comedic chops at all, can be. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like just tell me how to be funny, and I'll do it, and it and it works. Uh, so it's great that Keith put that much trust in in their skin. Yeah, yeah. They, that. They, it was a great mutually beneficial relationship yeah. there. Uh, we're back in Jerry's apartment. It's the next day. Uh, Jerry's yeah. trying to ask if Elaine and Keith kissed. He wants details of the date. Oh, yeah. Just like normal. But he's asking a, a woman, his ex-girlfriend, about her date with a guy, his friend. Yes. Uh, yeah. And how she met more Met. More, there were more Mets players there. Uh-huh. And uh, she says that uh, it was between, what, a peck and making out. Oh yeah, yeah, the kiss. Yeah. She does. She does say that Mookie Wilson was there. Who obviously he was like. I don't know. Do you is know he him? A met? Like, uh, yeah, is he a met? Yeah. Um. I, well, do you do you know him? Like, well, I don't know him personally, but of course <laughs> I know him. Like Jerry would have loved to have been there. Okay. Yeah. Hearing about Game Six, like this is the elephant in the room. They haven't wanted to ask him about Game Six, like yeah, because that's the you know that that's the thing. And, and Elaine has gotten to hear about it with Mookie Wilson there, or maybe yeah. Mookie. I don't know how you actually say it, no, but um, yeah. But then Jerry starts prying about the kiss. Yeah. And now <laughs> and uh, Elaine's like, before you were jealous, or before you were jealous of me, now you're jealous of him. Yeah. <laughs> I'm jealous of everybody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah he doesn't uh, know. But, uh, it just sucks all around for yeah. him. Uh, but Keith calls Jerry, and Keith is asking Jerry for help moving. Wow. And uh, Jerry's like, I hardly know the guy. We went out one time. Yeah. And, okay, we, we've... we've uh, uh, touched on the parallels between like Jerry being like the woman and going out like on a first date with this new guy Keith Hernandez. What would this be the parallel to? Like a guy asking like to help move? Would that be like proposing? This is. It, it seems like uh, a, a very commitment heavy. Thing. I, I think it's straight up sex. Oh, okay. Yeah, I because th- they they reference it even like how big of a step it is and how they've only <laughs> been on one date. So after the second date, I'm going to help you. Even before the second date, I'm going to help you move. Like he, he's, Jerry even says, I think that's like going all the way. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I, I and, think then, that's, and then I'm guessing like uh, everyone else saying, 
what are you going to do next? Drive him to the airport? Yeah, yeah. I'm guessing that would be marriage then, right? Yeah, maybe, maybe. Yeah, okay. yeah. Uh, or maybe that's the proposal, and maybe marriage is actually becoming roommates with a dude or something oh, like that. Yeah, like, the, hey, the I want to pro- live. The proposal is definitely driving to the airport. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Because sometimes those are early flights or whatever. Oh God, yeah, yeah. yeah. So Especially in New York City? That's, that's a, a big hassle. ask. Yeah. We've already yeah. had to drive somebody to the airport, and Elaine did, remember, with that guy. Oh, she God. She had to drive him back to the airport. Yeah, yeah. So it is a huge step. And I love how angry and disappointed in Jerry Kramer is for even thinking about going through with it. <laughs> like, th- don't you have any respect for yourself? You know? <laughs> and then that's where you said the next thing. Next thing you know, you're going to be driving him to the airport. I'm not driving I'm him not, to the airport. He's so adamant yeah. about that. He's like, I'm not driving him to the airport. Honestly, if it came down to one or the other, I would rather drive someone to the airport than help oh, them move. God, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, you're helping to, uh, you're helping someone move. It's going to be a, a couple of hours, oh. but then you're done yeah, yeah you don't know if you're driving them to the airport if in like a week you got to go pick get them, them up, from the yeah, airport whatever yeah yeah uh that's a mu- i would much rather do that in case you're wondering ted <laughs> if you ever have to ask me uh so then george <laughs> takes karen sokol out again we know her name is karen now is that what it is yeah or, the, the, we find out carrie i thought it was Ka- I carrie that, i wrote no, down carrie it's gotta be karen i would stake my life on karen unless what, you what, watch what do you, you want to bet a million dollars I will oh. give you one million. I'll write you a check for one million dollars. Just what, what, don't cash what's, it. What's the likelihood that's going to bounce? <laughs> a million percent. Uh, I really think it's Karen. I'm one hundred percent sure it's Carrie Sokol. Uh, there's an easy way to do that. We don't have to go back and look. Hang on okay. a second. Okay. All right. <laughs> I'm looking at Seinfeld scripts, so I'm seeing what they say. <gasps> oh no! Is it Carol? I Is it Carrie? A, I had a great time tonight, Carrie. C-A-R-R-I-E. Wow. I told you. All right, well. Pay up, baby. Sorry, Sarah, if you're listening to this, uh, I've got to break it to my wife that we're going to be. Your future is now mine. I own you. Every paycheck you get, every paycheck I get. Every paycheck your kids are ever going to get. Now goes directly into Ted's account when we're going to sign up for direct deposit because I know he likes it. I'll get you my routing number. Oh boy, one million dollars! All right, that's going to be a while, Ted. I, I'll, I'll let you know, but I'm good for it. It's I'm a, good for I, it. I will. I will make you the promise right here, and you, you can consider this contractually binding. Yeah. I will only go with four uh, percent interest. Can I? Oh, how gracious of you! Can I counter offer the million dollars instead? Can I get you some postum? Mm. How about if I get you a nice hot cup of postum? I maybe will, next week. I will. I'm going to counter offer your counter offer oh, no. with. A king size Reese cup. The big. Bar. Oh, oh, I thought you were going to say a Reese cup. Bar. I thought you were going to say a king size Drake's coffee cake. The big boy. If you if you can find <laughs> if you can find a king size Drake's coffee cake, the big boy. Yeah, I will accept that. Wow. Okay. Well, I'm also. I should also get some postum too because we still haven't had any of that. That's true. That's been on the docket for a long time. So, <laughs> all right, moving on. Uh, we are at. Um, oh, he. he yeah, takes where are we even? Carrie Sokol out again, um, and she says. And she's, and this, I guess, how long do you think George would have kept this up? In perpetuity? So he could keep getting unemployment? Or would um, he be happy that she breaks up with him here? That's what happens. You're like Biff Lohman. You've got no prospects. You got, uh, you got no job, no prospects. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and she brings up, you're like <laughs> Biff Lohman, and breaks up with him. I don't know. I feel like George would be happy that she broke up with him. Because yes. he, he doesn't have to keep up the charade anymore. Right, right. But, yeah, I feel like he would have kept it going for a while. I think so, Much too. longer than he needed it to. Yes, yeah, yeah. I think he would have liked to have kept this up for but much I, longer than I, just I do, two dates. I do think two dates is perfect, though. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it probably saved him a lot of 
getting into over his head, getting it over his head. Yeah. yeah. Um, but so back at uh, Fitzpatrick's. Fitzpatrick's. Uh, yeah, Keith is saying that he's already been to first base and he plans on rounding second <laughs> at about 11 o'clock tonight. Yeah, yeah. And, and Elaine flir- oh, flirtingly says, I'd keep your eye on the third base coach. Because I don't think he's waving you in. I don't think in. he's waving you in. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's very playful. You know, it's very hard to get. You know, yeah. she's I, they're definitely into each other. Oh, yeah. I just wrote down that this is Flirt City, baby. Flirt City. Flirt City. <laughs> um, and, but then Keith, for somehow, we, he hasn't done this before, pulls out his pack of smokes. I guess. Yeah, they've been on like a couple of dates. They've been around each other several yeah, times. Yeah. Maybe he just doesn't smoke often, but he does smoke. Yeah, and, and you figure, especially around one of his dude friends, he would have smoked around yeah. Jerry before. And he definitely would smell like smoke, wouldn't yes. he? Yes, yeah, I would think so. Uh, unless he has like a smoking jacket. He's Keith Hernandez. He yeah. can probably afford Maybe a smoking jacket. Maybe he has a smoking jacket. jacket. Um, but anyway, Elaine's not into it. Yeah, she's immediately turned off. Um, we go to Monks. This is the second time that Jerry oh. has... has uh, th- th- I, I wrote down, I'm I'm making cracks in some nightclub. This guy was in game six. Oh, talking yeah, Talking about yeah. Keith Hernandez. Yeah. yeah. I, I wrote, this is the second time we get a weird pan to reveal that we're actually at Monks. Oh, interesting. It starts off like that we're looking at like a church or something oh. down the street. Huh. And we get a pan left. Oh, it's Monks. I didn't notice that either. Yeah, this is the huh. second time uh, in the two-part episode that this has happened. Yeah. But so now, now Jerry is echoing in the first scene what George said about he's Keith. He was in game six. You were making cracks in some nightclub. <laughs> um, so now Jerry is you know sort of down on himself that yeah. this is, what am I doing with Keith mm-hmm. Hernandez? Why yeah. am I helping him move and so, you, so forth? Did you catch the weird line? Jerry's saying something uh, that Elaine and Keith are good for each other. And he says that they're one of those, one of those brother and sister couples that look alike. Mm. Is this a reference to something? Was Not brother and of. sister couples really big in 92? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's a weird way to put it. Um, That's a very weird way to put but it. But they both do have features that kind of favor each other. The dark hair and the, the you know, I, I could see that, but I don't know why he, yeah, I don't know why he said brother, sister. I did not pick up on that. <laughs> uh, somehow it comes up that George wants to sleep with a giant woman. Yeah. Um, I, I think it's just like moving past Carrie Sokol. Yeah. Uh, because uh, Jerry says... That he never thought Elaine would find someone. Jerry says that he thinks Elaine would never find someone that she liked more than Uh, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think George just doing like the the thing that we've seen many times. He's He's not not listening listening. to what Jerry's saying. He's like, yeah, I'd like to. I'd like to sleep with a tall woman, like six (laughs) five. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which for George, who's very short, would be rather large. Oh, uh, yeah. And definitely then, at least a foot difference. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And then there's an argument about Magellan versus DeSoto, um, <laughs> uh, who was the better explorer. Um, and somehow it drops, too, that Jerry is helping Keith Hernandez move, and George is in shock and, and dismay and disappointment. But he's not going to drive him yeah, to the yeah. airport. Next thing you know, you're going to be driving him to the airport. I'm not driving him to the airport, as <laughs> uh, what Jerry says. <laughs> <laughs> uh, spot on ba- spot I, on jerry did not just walk in the studio uh <laughs> back in the unemployment office george is still laying it on thick about yeah. i don't know what she wants she's a perfectionist your daughter or whatever <laughs> uh to mrs sokol and but he it, it doesn't work he loses his extension and mm-hmm. his unemployment yeah uh but unless he sees the baseball yeah on mrs sokol's desk and she was a huge fan she's a huge mets fan yeah and she was at what did she say? At every game? No, she saw every inning of the 1986 Mets season. The Amazons. That was the, it. Yeah. And uh, he's like, I'm really good friends with Keith <laughs> Hernandez. 
And George says, I can have Keith Hernandez here in the hour. Within the hour, yeah. And Mrs. Stokel calls him on his bluff. He's yeah. like, you have one hour to get Keith Hernandez here. And he runs right back out of the <laughs> right back out of the office. Yeah. Runs to the same phone booth. Only this time. It's a big old burly construction <laughs> worker. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, but but uh he just walks right away. And he tries getting in a cab. <laughs> And it's the same cab driver. Yeah. How many cabbies are in New York I know. City? This yeah. must be this guy's spot. You I'm, know, he I'm must guessing get a lot because of... it's in the same area. Yeah, yeah. It's but the exact like, same area he picked him up so the last time. There are so many cab yeah. drivers in New York City. What are the odds that he gets the same cab? Yeah, at the same spot. Exactly. Um, so back in the apartment, uh, Keith Hernandez is talking about how it's going to be, oh, about four hours to help him move. Um, yeah, he's got uh, a lot of stuff. He's got a bed, a dresser, a box spring attached to the headboard, a 12-piece sectional, sectional, and a three-inch thick marble table. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Where is this guy living? Is he living in a penthouse? He's making Major League Baseball money. I guess. And he's like, a top player, I'm MVP. Not, I'm not saying like money is the issue, yeah. but space in New York City is the thing. Like, willing, where do you have space that you can fit a 12-piece sectional? I'm willing to bet he's got a floor. Wherever he is, he's you think got. He's, you think he's got like a penthouse? A floor, maybe a penthouse, at least a floor, maybe half a floor. I mean, you look at like, think of where, if you've ever seen like A Rod's place or. I've never personally seen A Rod's place. I no. haven't either, but I, I think I've seen <laughs> pictures of it when he like bought and sold an apartment. Like, here's, you know, the renderings or whatever. They, they make great money. They live in. Um, they live I, very I well. I can imagine. Even back in 92. I can yeah, imagine. they were making millions. So. Uh, yeah, it's it's amazing. And Jerry, he, he, he breaks down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jerry breaks down. He can't help Keith move. Uh, but Newman and Kramer come in. Uh, uh, Kramer great, gives a great spin. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, he, he does like a full 360. Yep, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, Newman also has a great entrance here. He just, like where Kramer does like the, the full spin yeah. and comes in. And he's like almost moonwalking. Yeah. Newman just like almost, he doesn't fall into the door, but he just... Steps yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. Takes one big step into the into the <laughs> it was, door. It was yeah, perfect. yeah. It was great. Um, and I like. Oh, you don't remember me? Like Keith Hernandez would. I mean, he's he's like going to remember this schlubby just mailman. Face. Yeah, 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 exactly. Uh, but so then uh, Kramer, uh, yeah, New- yeah, Newman's dramatic entrance, like, it was June 14th or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and Keith Hernandez does remember at, at he, that point. But he says that he didn't spit on them. It was Roger McDowell. Yeah, yeah. He saw Roger McDowell <laughs> behind the bushes over by that gravelly road. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Coming back. Bring it all back to uh, the Zabruder film. Bring it all back to JFK. The second spitter on the grassy knoll yes. or whatever it was. Yeah, yeah. And how you, they zoom in on now we see this character who we didn't notice before <laughs> in the, yeah. D- down, to, down to like the umbrellas, like trying to hide themselves. Yeah. Um, but Kramer and Newman are now loved huge, huge fans of Keith Hernandez. Yeah. And Keith Hernandez uh, is saying, well, I, I got to go. I, I got to go move. And Kramer and Newman are, are both like, oh, do you need help? We'll help you move. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and I love the delivery. Like, Roger McDowell spit on us, but why? And I, how nonchalantly, I guess it's because we were sitting in the stands cursing at him the whole game. But I don't know. You know like, and, and this line, he must have caught a glimpse of me when I poured that beer on him. Jeez. I love that. I love how... Like, obviously, that's it, you idiots. Like, I must have caught a glimpse of me when I poured that beer on him. <laughs> but, uh, but Kramer Newman uh, volunteered to help Keith Hernandez move. Yeah. And uh, Kramer walks out the door 
And he's uh, saying you got to be uh, careful about the, the three-inch the marble table. Yeah. And he's like, uh, you got to handle it like a baby. Yeah. Oh, and Kramer's no problem. Yeah. He's already <laughs> dropped a baby once this episode, as far as we know, or did something. Uh, and Elaine, uh, um, we find out Elaine broke up with him. And Jerry goes, me too. Yeah. Uh, but uh, you're... What did uh, Jerry say? He brings up another. Because well, she broke up because he smoked. Yeah, he smokes. I guess uh, they're on the. Are they on the phone at this point? Yeah, they're, yeah, they're yeah. on the phone. But Jerry says you're going out with C. Everett. Coop. It's like going out with C. Everett Coop, uh, who was U.S. Attorney okay. General at some point, and I believe was it in the 1940s? Because that would be par for the course. Don't know. I think it was later than that. But I okay, believe. Okay, Google. When was C. Everett Coop U.S. Attorney General? He's also, as far as I know, responsible for putting warnings on... on According to Wikipedia, Charles Everett Koop, October 14, 1916, February 25, 2013, was an American pediatric surgeon and public health administrator. He was a vice admiral in the Public Health Service Commission Corps and served as the 13th Surgeon General of the United States surgeon under General, President Ronald Reagan from 1982 to 1989. If I'm not mistaken, he put warnings on cigarette packets. Okay. The Surgeon General's warning. I said Attorney General. I misspoke. Surgeon, surgeon General's General. warning. So this is a very new reference. Yeah, yeah. They must have, they must have just happened. But it, it was obviously this is a three-year-old reference. Very against smoking. Yes. See, you know, it was like going out with C. Everett Koop. Um, and C. Everett Koop had very interesting facial hair. Did they? Did that picture pop up? I think it did, but yeah. I didn't pay attention. I was uh, just making sure that... I think he had a, just a bushy white oh my God, goatee. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, look at that thing. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> oh, almost Amish. Yeah, like a yeah, bushy white chin, chin strap. Yeah. I actually kind of respect that. <laughs> that takes dedication. Um, and so George runs in in a panic again. Jerry almost breaks. This is hilarious to him. <laughs> what, what are you doing? Um, and Keith Hernandez is already gone. And George yells out the window at him. <laughs> Keith, Keith. It's me, the Chucker. <laughs> yeah, the Chucker. Uh, taking credit for it, just so he'll know who he's talking about. Um, and he's, uh, Keith Hernandez is gone. And Jerry goes, "Well, Biff, what's next?" Uh, and meanwhile, tall woman comes in, gives George's wallet back after yeah, he dropped it. I think it. you dropped your wallet. Yeah, and said that I, I was I was following you, following you, and you dropped this. And George is just almost looking straight up at her face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so his dream come true. Maybe everything's coming up, George, once again. Uh, you have <laughs> a very everything's coming up, Georgie. Very American gladiators. This woman, I wouldn't be surprised if oh she God, was. Yeah, yeah uh, very, very large. Yeah. Um, and so one final stand-up bit about moving boxes, and there. Um, Oh, I like I like that when you're when you're moving, you're obsessed with like finding more boxes. Uh, where do I get more boxes? There's uh-huh. there's boxes that, that here. Becomes I your know their boxes. Life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Meanwhile, I live like next to a t-shirt screen printing place, and there's always boxes. There's always boxes. Lucky you. If I'm ever like needing to move yeah. quick, yeah. I know where I can get boxes, <laughs> and it's literally the same curb where I drop my trash. Yeah, off. there was a liquor store near our place in Mississippi that always just left their liquor boxes outside. Because people would always go in, do you have any extra boxes? Liquor box, liquor, you know, like they came in the big oh, yeah, the handles yeah. and stuff, like those size boxes people <laughs> always need. And so they just put them outside so yeah. the animals could have at them. Oh, my God. Uh, but there's a George Carlin bit. He basically cribs. I'm almost certain Does the George really? Carlin bit came before where, like, death is the last big move. I, I like Jerry's take on it, but... Um, the the coffin is the the that's a nice box. It's your the pallbearers are all your friends who you asked to help you move one last time. The only friends you can trust to carry you the you coffin. You think Jerry the box. totally ripped up 
ripped off Carlin? This is a very... There's a George Carlin bit that is almost very identical similar. to this, where it's like, hmm. oh, boxes, yeah, and, and moving, and how the the one last move. I, I So I find that very weird that it's even... Uh, I'll have to do more research on that, and maybe I can see when that Carlin bit came to came to be and compare it to Jerry's bit. Yeah. So, um, so that's all I got for this episode. That's all we have for Excellent. Our, Excellent. our two-parter episode yeah. of The Boyfriend. I'm um, exhausted. Yeah. Me. <laughs> Me too. My voice is about shot. Yeah. Um. Uh. Before we get into uh. Oh. Before we get into the mailbag. Uh. What is our homework? I got to look up this Joe Montana SNL inner monologue. Yeah. I have to go back and look at um. Uh, George screaming. I have to watch George okay, screaming. Yes. 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 And we already did see Everett Coop, so that's good. Uh huh. Um. Yeah. And then if you want to, uh, d- a great double feature I think would be, um, Reversal of Fortune and JFK. Ooh. So yeah, great nineties. Uh, movie ref uh, the past two episodes. Yeah, um, actually. Go watch some JFK. I, might, I think uh, I saw JFK. If I, if I get some time, I might do that. I've only seen JFK on a plane, and so that always makes for a very disjointed, especially in a movie like JFK, which I think has a lot of cursing. Um, I, I, I would love to go back and revisit that, because there's a great book about the JFK assassination that the guy from SVU, Ice-T's room, uh, not roommate, Ice-T's partner, Richard Belzer. Richard okay. Belzer wrote a great book about the JFK assassination and conspiracy theories and really? stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. So, okay. Um, uh, but I, I haven't gone back and watched the movie in a while. Um, uh, so that's our homework. Did we have any better description for the episode? We have as... Uh, I remember liking it. Okay. Jerry's baseball hero, Keith Hernandez, falls for Elaine and, G- and George schemes to extend his unemployment benefits. I would like to... Well, no, I like that. Uh, Jerry's friend, Keith Hernandez, blah, blah, blah. Is that what it says? Jerry's baseball hero, oh. Keith Hernandez. It doesn't well, say his friend. I would say making Jerry jealous at the end of that clause. You think? Yeah, yeah. I like that uh, aspect of it. Like, oh... And then you think you know when you read it, oh, Jerry's jealous of it. Yeah. Oh, I no, he's jealous that. of oh. Yeah, I could see what that. What a reversal of fortune. <laughs> <laughs> Just like that movie that I love. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, that's and, the only thing I'd add. Yeah. Is for and a little... George schemes to extend his unemployment benefits is fine. Perfect. Yeah. Couldn't ask for it, a better. Because it, it's a scheme. Descripper. Yeah. Descripper. Descripper. <laughs> All right. Um, did we ever come up with like a, a better name for our mailbag? Did, no. Did you want to like think of something? Did we want to call it Newman's Mail Sack? I'd, <laughs> we can call it that now. Now, now, I, now that we've met Newman. Do now we know, that we've met Newman. Do we know that he is a mailman yet? I don't I think I don't, we've seen I him. I don't know how I know that. I think we've seen him in his mail, in his U.S. Postal Service jacket or something. Have we? But I, I'm not, I can't say for sure. But I like Newman's Mail Sack just New, in a funny, Newman's ironic way just because it's awful. <laughs> but we might come up with something later. But yeah, I, let's call it Newman's. Let's All open right. Newman's Mail Sack. We're, we're going to open up. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even say that. Let's open up Newman's Mail Sack. We got a message from Brett. Hello. I'm just going to read. I did actually read this in full the other night so yeah. that I could, uh, so that I could uh, see if. He was criticizing us at all. Oh. He didn't. Oh. Well, I mean, he's got one little thing towards the end, but I will read this in full. Okay. Hello. Great stuff. I wrote in already. I was the one who had the World of Warcraft podcast a few years ago. I was listening to the Signcast podcast, then stopped about episode 30 and switched to you guys. What? Did you guys happen to notice that you and Signcast have similar timelines? You must have both started around the same time of the year. If that's confusing, what I mean is you both released the same episode within a few days of each other. They were just like five years ago. Wow. And they're they're obviously a lot lot more research heavy we're just 
I don't know. Yeah, they use clips Did, from the show as yeah, far as I know. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. We're doing the exact opposite. Interesting, interesting. Uh, he said, just something interesting I noticed. This message is mostly mostly for Ted. Hi, Ted. Hi, Brett. <laughs> I also listen to a lot of pop punk in college. I still do. Hey. If you're familiar with the band The Wonder Years, I am. The singer is also a big wrestling fan. I didn't know that. I know he interviewed Seth Rollins years ago. He may have done some others, too. Also, I know Seth Rollins wrestler for wwe mm-hmm. is a huge pop is a huge pop punk fan i think he said once during a promo something like heroes get remembered legends never die which is the title of a big four-year strong song that i love wow uh the wonder years have a music video for melrose diner that is entirely pro wrestling that i have not seen which i'll have to go look up then in the song i don't like who i was then he sings i'm working babyface out of the mid-south in the 80s i kept the blade hidden in my wrist tape cool stuff huh which is a wrestling record. wrestling thing yeah, yeah. Also, Wayne Knight is not someone I enjoy seeing either. <laughs> There's something about his smile or mouth I really dislike. I think he frequently smacks his lips, and I just find him really yeah. gross. Maybe that's it. It could be that, I don't too. Know. There's a lot. that I think he knows I, I the still, kind of... I still have yet to watch uh, Space Jam. Oh, okay. Although, I don't know if you saw it. It was confirmed uh, as of when we're recording this. Yesterday, it was confirmed Space Jam 2 was filming this summer with LeBron. I'll, I'll see that when I believe it, because Space Jam 2 has been in the works it since... Was, oh, I know. I know it's been in the works, but it was like a reputable like Twitter account. Yeah, it was yeah, like okay. Variety or Again, something tweeting about I'll, it. I, I'll see that when I believe it, like I oh, said. Yeah. I, 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 I'll, I want it on a double bill with Bill and Ted 3. That's what I want. <laughs> uh, we'll see those at the exact Drive-in same time. Drive-in movie theater. Yeah, Oh, yeah. my God. That'd be incredible. Yeah. Um, but, and what I'm trying to say is neither will have ever happen. Oh, wait. That's what I'm you trying to so? say. You think so? Yeah. You think? Yep. Okay. Yep. All right. Uh, <laughs> he continues, this is for both of you. I noticed you mentioned when a character is cracking... Uh, I'm, oh, like cracking up, breaking the scene? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, like if they're smiling or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I never thought of this as cracking in the sense of it's not really supposed to be there. I always thought of it as really good scripting because in other sitcoms, characters can never seem to laugh at the situation they're yes. in. I've always loved that in Seinfeld, the characters act like believable people and laugh at appropriate times. Ted, to put it in a wrestling term, sounds like you're saying they're corpsing, whereas I don't see it that way at all. See, I disagree with you, Brett, because I, I feel like it's less uh scripting everything out and i feel like it's more of them just giving Improving. them like creative freedom yeah. to laugh whenever they feel is appropriate yeah, yeah. I, I don't know and i think I, we I would, have said... I, would hate, I would hate to have them script out background characters laugh here you yeah, know yeah yeah um, but I don't know. I, I always reference the Seinfeld smirk whenever you can tell he's like on the verge of ruining the scene. And but I think we've referenced before the fact that we like this has happened before when one of the mains laughs at something somebody does and like yes Kramer's an idiot you should laugh at what he says yeah. or does and so when it happens it does work in the scene so I I think we've referenced that before but I do always bring up the Seinfeld smirk and maybe I should True. maybe I should maybe I should stop yeah. but but because, I, I think that would be uh, I think that'd be an interesting thing for us to look at. Uh, going forward is does this feel genuine or does yeah. this feel scripted whenever we see someone a break uh, yeah, corpsing breaking. cracking yeah. up or breaking what, yeah, yeah. whatever term you want to use yeah and uh brett concludes the only gripe i have with the show i'm guessing our show mm. and i know i am in the minority is that i don't really enjoy hearing about the sensitivity issues etc it's really trendy to be sensitive now society is way too sensitive and crying wolf too much and we i think we we have to look at it through that lens, first of all, because yeah. it is 2019, yeah. and you're looking at this for the first time, and that's why we did this, because that is a new angle mm-hmm. on it, 
Yeah. How does a young like, millennial I'm, watch? I'm not trying to be triggered at yeah. everything they do. Right. I did read an article a while ago that's like, yeah, Seinfeld is canceled because of how awful it is. And yeah. it does this and that and this and this. Like, just all the... Millennials are offended by yeah, blah, blah, blah. All, I, yeah. all of the awful, problematic things that you can possibly find. And through every single one, I'm like... Oh my God! You've got to be kidding me! Yeah, right, right, right. But like, I, how I, can you complain about this stuff? It, it it always comes back to the argument that someone's like, uh, uh, like, and this is very pro- uh, prompt for when we're recording this. The John Wayne stuff yeah, coming yeah, yeah. out. I'm like, that was 41 years mm-hmm. ago. People didn't talk like yeah. they do in 2019. 41 years ago. Yeah, yeah. Like, and we I, always... I'm astounded that noted civil rights activist John Wayne would say those things <laughs> 41 years ago. Yeah. I, I, th- I think that was a, a Patton Oswalt tweet, which uh, I love. <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. perfect. He, uh, yeah, and I think we always look at it through the uh, the eye of like, I think we're just better educated now. You know, marginalized exactly. populations are now mainstream, and so yeah. things that were pro- it, and and I don't think I don't think we're SJWs about it, but I think it is interesting to go uh-huh. back and look and see a your genuine take on it as a young millennial yeah. with different sensitivities. My take on it as a zennial, let's say someone between that mm-hmm. Gen X and and millennial thing. Uh, and w- sometimes I try to defend Seinfeld. Like, come on, Ted, you're being too sensitive. Sometimes we look at it like, well, what would make this okay? Is yeah. you know, I-, I think we do a good job of, of of not being overly sensitive, but but at least discussing. True. Should we be sensitive about yeah. this? You know. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we we get into it when it requires it. Yeah. I think. I, I don't think we're well, ever going to go. Seinfeld's canceled. You know, yeah. <laughs> like some people do. Like we're we're not looking at it saying. We're not trying. We're not purposely trying to find things to yeah, hate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just a lot of interesting things are coming up. God, and if we did that, this show would be insufferable. Yes, I totally agree. But I, but I like, <laughs> I like examining it in the way that, like, in the way that we do, looking at it in a, with a present day eye, a- yeah. and also me being able to say, "Well, Ted, the '90s were a different time." Yeah, and yeah, <laughs> there's like people that say, "Oh, well, you can't say it was a different time. That's not a valid argument." And I've, I, I think we've talked about this on the show, and yeah. I, I've at least told you in person, it's absolutely a valid argument. Yeah, yeah, it's one hundred percent. A valid argument. Yeah, there was a great SNL skit just last week about blackface and people who were like, no, "It was the '80s, so it was okay." Like, nope, wasn't okay just because <laughs> it was the '80s. Uh, it was accepted, but that doesn't make it okay. Doesn't make it okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so that's yeah, that's I think where. We're, but I but I love if we are ever too sensitive about something, please. I love hearing critiques like that. Oh yeah, you know, if we were if we were too sensitive about the suicide or about eating disorders or about anything like that, uh, let us you know d- defend that position, and we won't even. I don't think I'd even attack anybody who wrote in in a, in a way like that. If you take the time to do that and, and defend your position on it, like no, here's they're not saying that about mental health. Get off your SJW high horse and 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 laugh at something for once. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I would I would be totally fine with that sort of critique. So I appreciate yeah. that. Does he go on? Is that it? Uh, that's it. Okay. Uh, Brett, thank you for writing in, but we are going to close up Newman's mail sack. Do we need just... to get like some yeah. sound effects? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> we need to get a, a, like a zipper sound. Yeah. Like, I want I want a sort of like 1950s style jingle, like letters, like like sign, like a Letterman used to have. You know, we get sacks New, and sacks of Newman's mail sack. <laughs> exactly. Hey. Uh, all right. Is that it? Oh, what's next week's episode? I don't even know. Uh, oh my god, I think I forgot to you write, write it down. You didn't write it down either? And I all of our haste. Down. I know. Oh, man, I'll just, uh, I'll just look it up now, uh, I guess. 
Next week's episode, we got season three, episode 18. Val- oh, I have episode 19. Really? Okay, yeah, actually. Because they H- were 17. Hulu, Hulu has them numbered wrong. Like, oh, it, it do- no. It does say, um, well, here, here's the thing. It does say that there's 23 episodes. Yeah. But it only goes to season three, episode 22, because it has the it has season three, episode 17, The Boyfriend, part one on there twice. Uh, so, so this is going to be season three, season three episode, episode 19, 19, The Limo, original air date, February 26, 1992. And if you're looking in TV Guide that night, you're going to see Jerry and George commandeer a limousine headed for a neo-Nazi rally. Oh my gosh. I don't remember this at all. Really? A neo-Nazi rally? This is, uh... Oh, I can't wait. This is pretty timely, isn't it? I can't wait. Yeah, exactly. All right, so that's next week. For No Hugging, No Learning, I'm Tim Murphy. I'm Ted Haldwell. Be good. Be good.